Hello, everybody. Um, my name is Kazuha Oda. I'm a singer of the rock band Kazuha from Japan, and you're listening to Comic Pop Library. <laughs> Episode of Comic Pop License to Read brought to you by Comic Pop Library. I'm Richard along with Oh Lenny. And That's... Logan here. <laughs> it's been a while. Been a while. Yeah. I forgot who I was. <laughs> Strong blank. Uh, Lenny's back with us after a little sabbatical, so he's getting back in the swing. So hopefully he'll get some time to join us a little bit more often, like he said. This he's gonna gets try. posted just a bit after one of the other ones with him and it gets posted. Probably. It might be a year after we do this when it gets posted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Logan, you're not supposed to say that. <laughs> Come on, Logan, have some faith. <laughs> I think we've at least referenced it a few times. There's a few cases in which we'll go straight to website. But uh, that's usually interviews. Interviews and the odd actual... The well, two that the Konami did? Or was it? Oh, Konami? yeah, the Konami stuff yeah, that we said we'd do for them. So, yeah, we, we do speed up a little bit, but... Well, I mean, when We're it's good. Konami, you know, you gotta kind of, <laughs> you gotta consider that some stuff's gonna get pushed forward yeah. just because you don't want to <laughs> pee off the big companies that could True. that could really also, they help you out a lot. True. They get me free cards, so that was nice. Yes. Anyway, yeah. back to <laughs> license. So this is to a read. book, huh? It's a book. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's Wistrix Dawn, The Mystery and the Miracle by Peter DeVeers. This was actually published back in 2004, so it's an older book. Uh, yeah. There's still links to it on Amazon, so you might be able to find it there, maybe eBay. Uh, from my research, I can only find the one book by this gentleman, so this is one that if you want to go back and get, you might do a little bit of hunting to do. It's, you want to When was this the, published? Set on Amazon 2004. Oh, wow. Is that what it says in the book there since you got it? I uh, haven't found it. I should be better at this. (laughs) I read it a while First printing 2004. This is a first first edition, people. Nice. Pretty sure someone else's, but we're being 
Return soon. Nice. Yep. Somebody let us borrow it because they wanted us to look at it and do a recording on it. I read it then, and that was a while ago. Yep. So this is a request that we're doing for for Carolyn. She wanted us to do it, so let her know that. Give her a little bit of a shout out. Yeah. You want to read us the synopsis there, Lynn, or you want me to do it? Sure. No, that'd be fun. Something like I haven't actually gotten a chance to read this fine volume, so I will read the synopsis and act like I'm doing something. (laughs) Wistrix Dawn, the mystery. And the miracle. The legend said that the Wistrix Dawn was a tower of crystalline amethyst, beautiful beyond words, and the legends were right. The legend said that it lay hidden in a secluded valley of the Blue Mountains, and the legends were right. The legend said that the Wistrix Dawn was a gift of the gods, a gift that granted wishes and performed small miracles, a gift that would bless the people of the mountains until the end of time, and the legends were terribly wrong. Once perceived as a gift of the gods, the Wistrix Dawn now presents the ultimate danger. None who approach it will remain unchanged, for the one who touches the miracle and tastes of the mystery will be forever altered. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Uh, and this is one we were talking before we actually got on recording but we were talking about the cover art a little bit and lynn and i were re- reminiscing again <laughs> this is some cool cover art no yeah it does it reminds me of uh old style like um and it seems like the two title characters ontic and notic had a previous volume or two that never got published or something too Oh, Ooh, who knows? Backstory. Really? So it looks like a D&D campaign. These guys have a party, and I see the tower behind them. And it has that very Gary Gygax, 1970s kind of feel to the art. I think the art's very cool. It's got a um, kind of a nostalgic feel. Oh, yes. Um, if, if you're from that day and period of time, it's very reminiscent. So, yes. Yeah. The 2004 cover, that's... Yeah, I mean, it definitely was something that was done after the 70s. Yep. And I'm not saying that no art like this has been done since then. I'm just saying from what the books that I had and um, yep. also some... I, some of the the style is what's similar the so like in the same like uh some old uh ann mccaffrey and like robert jordan and that kind of terry good kind that ilk of old fantasy of fantasy yeah that's that's the kind of that it has the D &D feel the art has the D D feel that's fun i could definitely see that so i haven't read this book so i have nothing else to say goodbye i go ahead and ask questions occasionally yeah lynn's our color commentator tonight. so is this a complete volume i should ask that because it it doesn't say anything about continuation it can be a complete story but if he wanted to continue it on he could yeah well that could always happen prequel wise like logan said earlier he could do a first you can you can tell that they're these are well-developed characters then well that's good basically the title character's second or last volume not sure because it seems like they basically broke up the group after their last outing and this is a new one well it's only well it's only one novel he just did True. this one so but the yeah. point the point is is there is one published novel and it's yeah. a complete story and the, it can be seen as a complete story and it's like you said and it's like a you know a quest well that's a big sell for me especially something that was published 14 years ago i've read a lot of uh fantasy that i am waiting on and i'm not going to name any names that i'm waiting on continued volumes and i'm not just talking about one name either although there's one that probably a lot of people would think of but a lot of fantasies that are still i'm still kind of waiting for them to finish or they won't be finished and they and they'll just be what they are which is fine but kind of sucks especially in fantasy because you want to get into that deep 
continue on. Continuance of yeah. the legend and the story. Pretty it seems like a cool idea. So there's an evil tower, and the people that go to it die terribly. Well, it's not quite a tower, though. I think it might include one. It's more of yeah. a old disciple of theirs made a little alternate world and yeah. made himself a semi-god thing. Yep. Using the power of blood sacrifice. So it's yeah. a crystal tower that is on the inside, not that at all. Yeah, it's a whole different little... And can you get inside to this thing? Yeah. Can you get in there? Yeah. That's the final stage of the adventure. Yeah, basically. it's kind of like a rip in the fabric of parallel worlds so you can slip through. Yeah, sure. Because you're actually going to a parallel world. If I remember Which correctly... Which we're jumping way ahead here, folks. Yeah. If I remember correctly... <laughs> I know, there, are, I there will be no spoilers in this interview. <laughs> <laughs> there is no spoiler in the podcast booth. No, not a too yeah. much. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. <laughs> just um, that's okay, Jonathan. Except for the whole plot. Uh, I'm going to call him Spoiler Boy from now on. So he tells me, i got to get off subject here for a second. I'm sorry. I haven't, I haven't been here forever, people. I need to talk. Um, he tells me, oh, I'm going to do a review of your second volume because your first volume was not a complete story. You have produced a second volume of your story, so I'm going to read it and review it. And so he opens up the review with, this happened! And then just pretty much hangs up the phone. Pretty much just drops the mic. And I'm thinking... Could that be considered a spoiler? <laughs> spoiler alert. Done gone. Can't do it now. Wait, did you actually <laughs> literally just say this happened? Well, he's... Well, no, no he, not those. I don't know what happened. That would have been better. <laughs> I was thinking... That would have been a much better a review. I was wondering if that was actually what he said. <laughs> And he did such a good job with the first one, so I don't know why he did that to me. But I'm very mad about it. I mean, I'm livid in a sense that I'm, you know, I'm just like kind of depressed and haven't really talked about it much. I'm not exactly sure on the cast of characters because it's been a while. But there's Antic oh. and Notic, the mystery and the miracle. Those are the main characters. Uh, yes. Seer and uh, Mage type. There's yep. two warriors it. and. Uh, Kind of shaman guy. Yeah, of, I have a few uh, of the names here. There are two big warriors. The, the, one has an axe and one has a big sword. And then there's a shaman yeah, guy with a spear. Yeah. Noah Tech is a monk type thing. Yeah. And he uh, was part of this order. And he basically quit them because of his association with Ontek, which is his lover. Uh-huh. And Ontek, she actually leaves the order because of the way that of the teachings. So they both have left this order of whatever it might be called. <laughs> the order of none of your business, read the book. That's right. <laughs> she also, somewhere along the line, ways gets sent to the one. Did not something happen to thing. Superman? Um, but there's. Uh, he's just hanging around. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> He's stuck to the wall. Uh, but no, these these two get called back together to go to this Westrix dawn. Something's happening. they yeah. got to fulfill the quest. Along the way, they get different people. They have Neotal, who is a, he's a lady. And at the end of the story, she gets changed into something, which we'll leave you guys looking and reading that. We have Palin. He's kind of like a warrior. Yeah. He was, he a, was prince. a prince. Yep. Yeah, one of and he joins them. Is involved in this. Yep. Yopi. That's how I pronounce it. Is another warrior with some magical knives that only respond yeah. to him. So there are magical the, weapons. Uh, that is the good kind of magical <laughs> knife. You do not want a magical knife that responds to your enemies. No. <laughs> because, I mean, learn from Voldemort. 
But they are you do least... not want your weapon to be better in your opponent's hand. Hey, I'm pretty sure they're at least limited sentient, and they do get some yeah, part in the decision-making process. They so are. you need to listen to Kind of like, a, what is it, the weapons in Bleach are kind of sentient, aren't they? Or one yeah, of the animes kinda, we watched back in the day. But then there's Palk, who I have no clue. I forgot to write his stuff down. There's <laughs> Jonas, who's a Palin's brother. And he's been missing for several years, and he comes yeah. back into the story. <laughs> we have Koran and Gorlich, who are the larger humanoids that are on the cover. Uh, they have Sina and Balam. Those are pretty much the main ones. If I remember the Balam... Sorry, I'm was, sorry. All uh, I can think about this whole time you've been talking is Pulk. <laughs> <laughs> Pulk? What happened Polk. to him? Like, what, who is Polk. he? I want to know who Pulk is. I think he's one of the crew he, that's on the he's even on the a, cover he, he's kind of like the so, helper along and all the these people are in the party on the quest yeah Balam, well they so are there up. nine of them i didn't count they meet up somewhere along the way <laughs> i hope it's not ten. nine any number but nine is yeah. okay Balam was. you uh, can't start a quest with nine and you apparently also can't with 12 no there's 11 so oh 11 in between oh yeah one of them actually showed up <laughs> yeah, the brother wasn't counted in the Well, yeah, yeah, take the kid, take the brother out. There's ten. Yeah, Balam was a general in the prince's okay, army thank you. that was kind of seeming to look at forcibly increasing in position. So see, you remember stuff. <laughs> and the other gal was one of his subordinates. An assassin intelligence gathering person. I, I to be so. honest, I don't know. So I know enough yeah. now. This I got to know what happened. That all that this fellowship of the uh, Wistrix Dawn are going to do. Give me some kind of hint. Well, is someone abducted? Is there a menacing force coming it's a menacing through it? Force basically threatening yeah. the world. So coming through the tower. It. Right. Yeah. That that's the main. Just gist so of the at this point, when this quest starts. Everyone in these mountains or in this area knows that this tower already. They know this tower is bad. Oh, no, just those only Ontic. in the party. Ontic, Ontic and who tells Noetic and the three guys. They know they're going on a and quest though, as a party. Eventually meet up with. So uh, the rest of the world thinks that this is a, just a great, great, awesome tower. Okay. Barely anybody even knows about it. Uh, but it is. But. To the people that know, it's, it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's still the legends are still right, according to these yeah. idiots. Yeah. And there's kind of they split the party off, which is common in these type of movies. They split. It's off not a movie, but yeah. Ways, uh, and you always got to break up the, the party that way somebody can die. But and it <laughs> went to a phase where I'm not the biggest. Where I follow the party where they're tropesing along. Though that's kind of a little bit okay. I can get through it. It's fun. But I like the ones with a little bit more adventure. And the ones that goes off with the warrior side of it, they go into the background of the warriors, and they were in an arena at one point. Yep, so you get their the backstory prince. a little bit. That was interesting. And I then it kind of... Pit warrior prince. Yeah, and then it kind of accumulates at the end where they go through the rift in the parallel fabric of space, I guess, whatever we call it, mm-hmm. to this other world. And I can't... I, must not have put it in my notes. I can't remember who the big baddie is. It's one of their apprentices I from know, way back. But I, f- I don't know if I forgot to write it down. I or what. barely paid attention. Oh, so Maya, Maya. Yeah, so where is the? That's probably a spoiler, also, people. Maya is the big baddie, and he's an old student of Noatex. 
Really, if you so. listen to this podcast, you should either just yeah. read along with the book while yeah. you're listening or don't read <laughs> oh, the book. One nah. of the first things is... There's enough in there to have spoilers for... I'm just yeah. teasing you guys, really. Um, it's just great to be back. But where is this crystal in this map? Uh, it's in the mountains, it says. Yeah, yeah. it's in the mountains. Oh, hold on. I'll There's mountains freaking don't, everywhere. Don't, 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 don't. Okay. Be very careful. Go that way. Don't Here, just the do, You can look at the map over in your chair. Don't attack me. Well, I've his, done nothing. His headphones in the hair have lately been squalling really bad when yeah. he puts them on whenever the mics oh, are on. I'm pretty sure Spackle Force might be where the... You're valve, very low. You're off valve. mic, dude. You're off mic, dude. I'm right here. But it doesn't work that way, dude. Huh. <laughs> you got to be well, in front of it. <laughs> either Spackle Forest or the Riving Jungle is probably where the one gal hung around for a bit, but... Where is no, they hook around for bits and other bits. Oh, and no, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's because the tower's hidden. That's why it's not on the map. No, this is where the gal was before the adventure, after they split the party Thank in the previous you. party. Remember to talk into your mic, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, it's a quest going through this and trying to defeat the big baddie. Like I said, it's Maya. And like Logan said, you could have this prequel between Noatech and On. Onatech and Neotech to find out how they met, became lovers, how they split, and why they left the order. Yeah. So he could have done something like that. At the end, how he resolves everything, he could have another book that goes continuing on with a different adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one that went back and forth. Like I said, I like the warrior type aspect. They had the big battles. Like if you watch Lord of the Rings, they have the battles, and they have some of those. So I enjoyed them. The quest. Parts of it were a little boring to me. They find the prince's brother, which is kind of interesting. And it goes kind of like, huh, that's an interesting way to go. So is it fair to say that the prince's brother is also a prince? Uh, Yeah. So they rescue a prince? Oh, yeah. There was also the one either retired or banished guy that took over the kingdom for a while because both the princes. Usurper. Oh, not even Usurper. He just wanted wanted to go back home to his kids. Yeah. He was extremely annoyed. Because while they were on this quest, these other kingdoms were battling to take over, to basically take over the whole land. Naturally. That's what you do while people are on a quest. I think there's like either two or three different kingdoms. I think there's two kingdoms, and then the third kingdom you're thinking is the one that's stored within Wistrixdon. Okay, I just, so there's that going on on the side as well. So he's packed a a lot of stuff into it. And to me, it's a big epic story. One of the things that I, it took me a while to get through it. And part of it was because it was a little slower written. I like a faster paced book. The other reason is his characters. A lot of them are, especially his two lead characters. You got Neotech and Ontech. It's like, it's like who, who's now? Who, who's next now? So it was kind of a little confusing to keep up who was talking and who wasn't because they're so similar in name. I don't recall having too much of a problem with that you did it no i remember i asked you about that generally 90 percent of the time i forget who's called what and i just use context clues and ignore the name oh okay that's that's a way to read i guess (laughs) the name might mean something (laughs) i'll be honest when i know who's reading when i read paolini i couldn't pronounce anything i just kind of went kind of like logan (laughs) Just kind of oh. flew by the seat of my oh, pants. Yeah. I didn't even care. It was really names sometimes. Yeah, you can't just go. Characters' on. names are tough, especially in <laughs> fantasy. I think that that's one of the flaws in creating really good fantasy is that no one is bothered to create really good names. Some people have quality names, and some one one fantasy that I think does the naming really well mm-hmm. is Star Wars. 
as a as a more of a fantasy simple. space opera. <laughs> they are pretty simple, but they also like you know anyone that starts with Darth. You know, and, and, <laughs> and the names have kind of a fluidity, yeah. and and some of them are weird, but there is a normalcy for the the, and it just Luke. That's been around since at least Bible times, because Luke, Luke, but Lucas. I mean Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean Luke is, and I mean I just I I think oh, that yeah. even in like I did, um, you know this about me, Richard. I wrote a fantasy story and I, I i haven't published it or anything i um i haven't edited it or anything but i have it and um you know my three main characters were three 13 year old boys um and uh it progressed quite a bit so i think that they might have even aged twice during the story <laughs> aged twice they might have been 15 by the end of it either in years or in time skips <laughs> it would have been time skips it time wouldn't skips have been it would definitely not have been like it wasn't that it long it was handwritten or, yeah. it wasn't oh. I, I don't know how long it is but it, it couldn't it can't be that long um but anyway I tried it. I thought of that exact thing, reading books that were fascinating. And one or two of the names, could I even comprehend how to say it? Yep. Like Galbatora Rocks. Just I, rolls off your tongue. <laughs> so I, I and even though it was fantasy, so I just huh. kind of made up fake yeah. shorter names instead of fake long complicated names. And I kind of tried to have themish elements i didn't i mean it was my first oh, attempt yeah. at anything longer than a little short story but um and with any more characters than maybe two or three so yeah um i definitely think that naming is super important and way more important than fantasy really gives it you know just because oh, yeah. tolkien could get away with having incredibly weird name you know he also took his whole life to write that stuff i mean and he was an oh, oxford yeah. professor so you know just because Tolkien can get away with it doesn't mean you can. People work on your naming. You got to name shit. It's got to be cool. Excuse my language. It's got to be cool, and it's also got to be easy to say. True. It helps tremendously. It helps with and, reading. It just does. And this one, the names are all right. They're not over. It's just the two lead characters were so similar. They're very similar, and so, they're lovers. They're yeah. Basically, almost that's like me marriage. falling in love and marrying a Blynn. <laughs> <laughs> or you marrying a Critchard. There you go. No, it's Iln and Ron. <laughs> okay. Iln and Itrod. There you go. Okay. <coughs> you betcha. Or no gal. <laughs> but this Logan. is one, I think, Logan, did. I don't think you said you had a problem reading it. You read I more fantasy it. than I do, though. I liked it, yeah. Okay, what elements did no. Anything been, stand out? I know it's been a little while, but uh, anything stand out that you remember? I know I liked the story with the princes and the kingdom. That, I, like, I enjoyed that part. I agree with you there. And I think I liked how the Wistrix Dawn was warping people, too. That was it. I, I enjoyed the end of the book. The end mm -hmm. of the book went by, once you got there and got into it, yes, that flowed really good. I think the it was the journey there was one of my favorite parts. Which one? Yeah. The kingdom's politics by things. Oh, politics? Well, not politics exactly, but it was involved. I yeah, love the, the way he says politics. Thing. That's how I'm going to start saying it. I'm <laughs> the whole serious. kingdom's thing was one of the favorite bits. Oh, yeah, me, and that's what I say. That's the one. Ooh, I, your headphones got too close there. I heard it oh, sing sorry. through my... Yeah, you're still there. I'm singing now. There you go. You might either just stop wearing them or... 
there. You're not listening to them anyway. You could really uh, just set them on the floor. So there are times when it slows like down a little bit. And then there are times when it speeds up a little bit. So it's kind of an accordion effect when I was reading it. And it's not bad. It's just the style that he used. I wasn't a fan of it. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I mean, to be honest, no. if I'm being completely honest, I am such an action junkie. Like, if... I really barely survived The Host, which is a great book by a famous writer that's probably sold millions of copies. <laughs> but there is a hundred page section of it that it only got published because of who wrote it. Because that section right was so long and boring. It was a hundred pages, literally, of a girl walking through the desert talking to herself for a hundred pages. Oh, talking to not herself, but in her mind yeah so it's a great story and the it's one of those rare cases where I like the movie better because in the movie they do it the way they should have done it in the book a a montage and you're there and I I'm sorry that's and maybe I'm too fast I've never heard anyone say Lynn your action jumps (laughs) off way too fast for me I need 30 pages of dry boring material (laughs) give me a lot of background information that I don't care about because I don't know this character at all that's how you get to know the character sometimes sometimes yeah I'm just that's not my style and if you if you so I probably, basically what I'm getting at is I probably won't pick up this book based on your recommendation. Well, but that's not saying, well, and I'm not saying that there no, isn't, but there's a, of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, Logan, go ahead. All I'm saying is there's, a, there's just a lot out there to read. It's very competitive yeah. market. And, oh, yeah. you know, I'm not going to go back for a 14 year old book that it'll pro- I may never hear from <laughs> the writer again and say, oh, I need to read this. You know, and get through these slow parts. I think that the writers, myself included, all need to step up your game. And I think that they need to hear that your work could be quicker and it could be more action oriented. And I mean the whole book. I don't see any reason. Now, I've I've also run into if you can write it well writers enough. that have so much bloody action in their story that I really kind of get completely desensitized to it but that's constantly the same action that's almost like walking through the desert if you're always fighting and you're always constantly in these harrowing battles for your life where somebody is definitely going (laughs) to die through every page of a 600 page novel it's not as fun as if you're doing all that through 200 of those pages and through the other 400 you're doing completely different exciting things but it's always got to be exciting oh yeah read it to yourself do you get bored reading it if you do maybe change it boy yeah character interaction can also be good oh yeah just random character interaction can be exciting if it's written well yep i mean but if like i said and what i think what i'm trying to say is sometimes it's too descriptive Mm. where kind of like what lenny was saying i want it to go a little bit faster i don't need to know every little step sometimes and this book isn't a large book by any means it's probably 400 pages some people might think it's large but that's not a large book people more 300s of average three to three to i like to average. hit around 300 to be honest so, so it it read well Mm-hmm. It's just for me, I'm not a fantasy person. I like the military aspects. I like the sci-fi. Even when I'm in sci-fi, I like the military sci-fi better than the more outlandish I'll, sci-fi. I'll give you I an guess. example of what I'm saying. This is a really good example. Lord of the Rings. Tell me the oh, yeah. slow, boring part. I'll wait. Oh, the trees. Uh, the tree. 
the ants, right? <laughs> so somebody might, like me, might have went up Tom, to Tolkien and said... Tomador or whatever it's called? When the, tree beard. Is that what it is? The ant? Yeah, that has them captured for a while. What's yeah. that part? Is that the ants too? Well, that's that's Treebeard. That's okay. Perry, Pippin yeah. and Mary like, with Treebeard, and it is. It's that's. Wow. I knew you were going to say that. That's why I said I'll wait. <laughs> so it isn't like it doesn't. To this is just my correction for Peter DeVries De, De or DeVries. I said DeVries is how I pronounced it. Okay, well, for this guy who wrote this book, everybody gets through. You know what somebody else may consider boring. Somebody may really like about the interaction oh, yeah. in a young woman's mind as she walks through the desert for 100 pages. I didn't. Oh, yeah. That's my opinion. Please don't. And what I'm saying is every great book has... It has their slow moments. Yeah, everything does. Yeah. I think it's just part of it, but you just got to be careful because, you know, it's a competitive market. And there are sometimes, even in movies, I think that, oh, I love this love this movie, and I'll just use my go-to because I love so much as Star Wars. But when I go back and watch New Hope, it's like, wow, there's some slow parts. And Empire Strike Back, there's some slow parts here. you know. But it's like, those are some of the movies I love. Alien. Oh, yes, Alien was slow. The intro, I, I timed it, is nine minutes. <laughs> and this movie is so scary that because of Alien, my mother-in-law, who's from Australia and watched it in Australia when she was... 17 or 19 or something like that when it came that when it was in the theater there oh. and when she watched it it was so scary that she swore off of horror movies wow for like ever um <laughs> that's different and it is a very scary movie but the, uh, the intro where they're going to kind of into the spaceship with oh. that really weird cosmic carl saganish real slow music and they're just going in and there's a lot of beeping lights is nine minutes long that got made today it they would have cut 8.59 seconds off of that clip i remember one of the few star trek movies we've done so far having something similar the motion picture yes we talked about that in the motion picture is awful slow and long especially when they're coming up on the ship like let's look at this thing for hours and you're like really that was Starship porn. <laughs> Which, I mean, you know, so I'm not saying I, I try to avoid that because that, I think, is the death of a writer is people getting bored. So I try to avoid it altogether. Logan's right. There's, some people really yeah. like the background and, stuff and really need it. And they really uh, want that slower I mean, paced uh, novel. Well, like you said, Lord of the Rings, is just they love it. What you got? Logan? And I don't remember that even being that slow at all. Well, to you, it wasn't. Yeah. But for me, there are parts that were. And that's what we're saying. Everyone's different. Some yeah. people m might not think that's like slow. It basically time skips uh, through to each of the action-ish. I'll tell you this. I've caught the other. Diplomacy-ish or. How do you do that? Uh, not diplomacy. The not politics and stuff that was involved. Espionage-ish Oh, things. espionage stuff? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like I said, yeah, there would be different parts. But All right. We're going to go on to tweets. <laughs> First one is from Tiavara. It says, hey, check out our review of our Celestial Dance from Comic Pop Library. And they just want to give a shout out. So enjoy, you know, appreciate doing that. And say thank you back to them for letting us look at their single as well. So that was kind of cool. We also want to thank some of the podcatchers that's been coming 
and catching us. So it's been kind of cool to see those pop up at Player FM, Pod Chaser, Pod Lovin', New Book, and the Android app. We appreciate them picking us up and letting their listeners get a chance to hear us. So thank you very much for doing that. Do appreciate it. But again, back to Westrix Dawn. That's also a kind of interesting title. But this is one, you know, if you're a fantasy buff and you like the quest, you'll probably enjoy this. I'll tell you this. It's Without just, your review, bad reviewer, just kidding. <laughs> Without your review, reading this blurb, it looks fantastic. I mean, the way they've got it set up here, I'm I'm drawn in. You know, and, and I guess for me, the I've just gotten to the point in my life where I'm such a busy person that I have. <laughs> but I was starting to say there, and I did want to say this. Um, I was starting to say I've gotten the other side of that sword, Logan, where... I've had people tell me, you're too intense. I'm, I put your book down. I couldn't read it. I'm sorry. It was uh-huh. too intense. Oh, okay. Um, and it, I am intense. And my book is intense. And so, on the opposite side of that coin. But, you know, it to me, you know, honestly, like anything that moves kind of slow right now, I'm going to pass. I'm just busy. But, um, you know, my kids are going to get older. And it's already a 14-year-old book. It's, it's holding its shape well. The paper was made well. The ink hasn't uh, bled. So, you know. Are- Books are pretty durable. I may, I may read it one day, and if I I do want to get into that tower and see what's going on, that that looks weird. So, uh, like I said, nice. there's probably about you know a good portion of the book I did enjoy. There's just those parts that drug for me a little bit. The ending I really enjoyed. Love the ending and all the military stuff. I love to death. So that's just me how I like the stuff. Logan enjoyed it completely because he's into the fantasy. He's into the quest type stuff. So I was like, okay, that's cool. That, you know, it, that's what we can say is. You know, if you're that's why I say if you're into the quest type books, I think you'll probably dig this book. It's familiar tropes, you yeah. know. So, anything else, Logan, before we leave out? I don't think so. I think yeah, we've covered okay. everything. Got everything, Lynn. Anything on your end? Um, Mal is coming. All righty, that's going to do it for us this go around. We hope everybody out there's been having fun listening to us. We've been having fun here tonight. We'll catch everybody on the flip side. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. I can see it all so clear. Thank you for listening to Comic Pop Library. We welcome your comments and suggestions by emailing us at admin at comicpoplibrary.com. All emails submitted become the property of Comic Pop Library and are subject for use in our show. We would also appreciate it if you would spread the word about Comic Pop Library by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, or just tell someone about us. This podcast is not endorsed by any publisher, distributor, or studio, and it is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. The views and comments of the show hosts are their own and are not reflective of any business, entity, or organization associated with ComicPopLibrary.com.